1515 now proudly presents the wrestling roundtable to raw the bad the ugly the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like them like and we'll just flat out here in the your favorite tag team partners me start a pro it's miller how's your week sir it was all right getting to anything nothing just boring yeah same old same old <clears throat> i don't do much it's still this is still a pandemic to us no it's a, and us is my wife so i just follow the lead <laughs> I'm out here. Happy wife, happy life. I'm in these streets. There's nothing wrong with that. I didn't. Yeah, I don't want to be in the streets in the first place. So this works for me. Yeah. Hey, listen. I feel like I'm fully vaccinated. That shit better work. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I look at it. I'm fully vaccinated too. But I don't trust nothing. And like I said, unless it's a wrestling show, I don't really want to leave in the first place. So mm-hmm. this works perfectly for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have to make no excuses. Nothing. Just no. Mm-hmm. Already. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. No. Um, anyway. It was pretty boring, though. I mean, I didn't really do much. Nope. I didn't do much at all. This week, I worked. That's about it. That's about it. Um, but anyway, you got a match to watch for? I do have a match to watch for. Um, my match to watch actually is from Raw. It's Big E uh, going against Kevin Owens. However, although I did not care for the, the finish per se, I did like the match. Um, uh-huh. I thought it was a very quality match. It wasn't it wasn't long, but it felt, I don't want to say epic because that's kind of big, but it felt like a, a really good match like a you know what I mean like they got time mm-hmm. to do what they had to do um and it's just a testament to me to how good Kevin Owens is and I think um how good Big E is and I think he's coming into his more seriousness but still not losing what makes him Big E because I think that's a big thing a lot of people are like oh I want a more serious guy I don't think that's who he is and if you try to force something on him that doesn't work you're gonna you're gonna be disappointed in the end I think he's not serious all the time but there are times where he is, and I think as that comes more out, you're going to be, is more realistic, in other words. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Big E, Kevin Owens, check that match out. I thought it was a really good match. Although I did not care for the finish, I will say that. Um, I thought they could have just had a straight up win. I think the finish was okay. Without the shenanigans. I think, because, I mean, but I don't see, I think sometimes we got to not be overcritical okay. of like things like this. The finish was good. I think because because 
We just gotta hope that they use these finishes to build to something else. That's probably what it is too. But my thing was, I I guess the dialogue was what was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. It's like let Seth do what he did, fade out with them looking at each other like, well, what the fuck? And Big E like, bro, oh, you tried to get one over on me. And fade to black so we have a reason to watch next week. Don't go through this whole explanation that's kind of like... Yeah, just... You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. they didn't need him to hit the big ending. Again? And yeah, all. yeah. Like, we didn't need that. Because he pinned them already. Right. They, we didn't yeah. need that. And it we was... didn't need to even see them argue back and forth. We could have faded to black with Kevin Owens looking like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Because he did kind of... But that's the question. And that's what they don't do anymore. We've said this a million times. They don't leave us with wrestling questions that make us go, oh, damn. and You know what I mean? Where we're like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen Monday. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't care, really. or I'm, I'm just curious how they're going to start off. Whereas I could have been like, yo, did Kevin like do that to be an ass? Like, what was he, what's he on? Yeah. And then we can go, and, you see what I'm saying? Lead mm-hmm. us somewhere. But Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's still my rock. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Big E did a pretty good uh, interview on The Breakfast Club, too. I say so, too. I thought it was really good. I thought yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good interview. He carries himself well as a champion, like yeah. the WWE way. I like that. Yeah, I, th- I think it was a pretty solid interview yeah. that he did. Um, Asked him the right questions. Yeah. They might have gave him some layups, but I don't think so. No, nah, I mean, what No, because they did bring up the, the Vince McMahon. And his uh, politics and all that shit. The yeah. politics and him saying the N-word. So they brought that up. Oh, yeah. they did? I didn't yeah, see yeah. that part. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I think he handled himself pretty well. Because um, I think one of the things, too, that he pointed out was like, you know, basically, they may believe in this, but he did give me the power to do this. Like, Yeah, I saw that part. Okay, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw when he said that. And I was like, that is true. He asked if he could do it, and they were he was cool with it. And, you know, there's a lot of contradictory stuff with Vince McMahon because his hero, and he's always... I don't remember a time not seeing uh, Martin Luther King Day, a thing for Martin Luther King in a mm-hmm. whole episode. And he's always said that's his hero. Not that makes you, you know, above all. But I'm just saying, like, there's contradictions within, you know, a lot of stuff. So I get it. Yeah. I mean, you know what it is, I think... I think some people are just, especially with white Americans, I think some of them are tired of certain politics being pushed. I'll bring it to you like this. We, you watched the Dave Spell special? No, I didn't. You should. I will eventually. <clears throat> and you should. The shit is fucking hilarious. And I think it's something like that is what pisses people off. Because I question, and I feel comfortable saying this, I question the LBGQ community because I'm like, did y'all get the message in which he, in what he was talking about? Because Dave Chappelle is not one of those people that just say shit. Mm-hmm. There's always a message behind what he's saying. You may not like it, but he's not saying something just to be an asshole or to be malicious or to come off as as a bigot or anything. 
at least from what I've always seen of him. And this special didn't didn't tell me any different. And I think it's those type of things where, look, you push. And I think this is why Netflix hasn't taken it down. It's because if you push at something and there's no reason to push at it, that makes people a little fed up. Then now the message get lost. When we really talking about inequality and shit like that. But that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say. We'll move on. Um, news and rumors. So first off, um, uh, what, was, what day was that? Thursday? I don't know, Friday. motherfucker. I don't even know what you're talking about. What, I'm, hold on. Damn. Shit, you ask me what day it was. I'm having trouble with the days. Daylight saving messed me up. What was the fourth? Whatever day it was. Daylight saving was just, it was just Thursday. today. I know. It messed me up. Um, really? A fucking hour? Yeah, man. Hey, that's all it takes. <laughs> I got a lot to do. Um, I'm a busy guy, man. Got a lot to do. Got a lot of things I'm taking care of, man. Got a lot in mind. You just said that you stay in the fucking house all the time. So, I I said a lot. A lot for me. It may not be a lot for you. I said a lot for Janard. That's what we're talking about right now. I thought. Right? Going to the bathroom, pleasuring yourself is not a lot to do. I mean, I had to do something at this long. house that I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> I had to take my daughter to to her back to her mother. I these are lots of things. I got these kids that are gremlins and don't stop. This is my life. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> like, um, releases. Yeah, yo, you're driving yourself crazy right now. I feel sorry for you when they get older. Oh, I already know. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. It is what it is. I, I, I feel more bad for my wife just because I've been through it. So everything's like a bad. replay. Huh? Yeah, more bad. Whatever, dude. I'm tired, man. I told you. <laughs> what did I tell you about this daylight saving shit? The house no, proper before, English. I feel, I feel worse for her because... It's like, I've been through it already, so it was all just a replay, where I'm like, oh my god, I remember when Ari was doing this stuff, this is annoying as hell, and for her, it's kind of a replay, but not as much, it's more like, why do they do this? I'm like, they all do this, and it's like, ah, here we go. But anyway, that's kids, if you got kids, you get what I'm talking about, you can name a million things they do, and they all do it, and it's annoying as fuck, and you just gotta get through the stages, and it's like, ah, I wanna DDT them, but don't DDT your kids, don't do that. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Stro I mean, was too quiet and looking around way too much to be like, what? I mean, this motherfucker. Like, yeah. what? Like, no. Don't do these issues. It's warranted. <laughs> anyway, they had some releases this past Thursday. Some were shocking. You just put them in the crossface chicken. <laughs> One of them I want to I want to say made me feel like a dumbass because the episode, the last episode we did, I said, you know, Keith Lee's working with Vincent, so it seemed like he was safe. Fuck me, man. Shows you how I don't know shit about shit. So anyway, here we go. Nia Jax might be surprising. Eva Marie, Mia Yim, Harry Smith, who never got to see the light of day. Keith Lee, as I mentioned. Kane Cross. Lince Dorado, Grandma Talik, Jeet Rama, uh, Katrina Cortez, Trey Baxter, Zayda Remir, Jesse Kamea. That's actually, um, I always want to call him Shane Strickland. Swerve's girlfriend. Um, B. Fab, Oni Larkin, Ember Moon, Frankie Monet, who's also John Morrison's wife, and Scarlett Bordeaux, uh, who is Karen Cross's uh, fiance. All were released on Thursday. Um, I think the most shocking of them all were Nia Jax and Keith Lee. 
um, with Keith Lee, it was crazy because this is you. You did so much to like try to repackage him. When if it goes back to something, Storm made a very good point about a few episodes ago. Like if you would have just took him for what Triple H added, because they pulled him from the Independence. There's already something to mm-hmm. him. We saw him in ROH. You pulled him up, and Triple H has a way of adding that extra to you. Like okay, I see where you're going. This is what you need because you got this. And then, for whatever reason, Vince's formula is cool. We're going to take all that shit away and we're going to start from scratch, which makes absolutely no sense, but whatever. Cool. Um, in the end of the day, it's... It it's, doesn't make any sense because that's the whole point of NXT was to develop. Like, nobody created Bruiser Brody, like, mm-hmm. per se. It was working the territories and little things he learned throughout that time frame. Mm-hmm. You can't get great... Like, Roddy Piper... You know, yeah, you gave him Rowdy Roddy Piper, like you kind of created this persona, but it was pieces of who he was as he came up through NWA Rick and all Flair. that and got to WWF. Ric Flair, he wasn't even the nature boy at one point. Till You know what I'm saying? And you took, and I don't understand, it goes back to us always saying reinventing the wheel. Why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? That's not how wrestling is all the time. I'm not saying you can't pull a guy from nowhere and he becomes something. But even that, like, we could say The Rock, per se, but yeah. I feel like even with The Rock, there was, when he was Flex Cavana in USWA, there's things he learned mm-hmm. that you can't recreate in developmental or 2.0. Yeah. You just can't recreate it's one of those things the wrestling we, experience. It's one of those things that goes back to what we've been saying about Vince McMahon for a while. This lady's out of touch. But when you're out there and you're out of touch and you got somebody there for you to help you be more in touch, like, why would you mess that up? And um, I feel sorry for Triple H, to be honest with you. Mm. Because these are guys that he developed. These are guys that he put on the map. Um, as a as a national name. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. As wrestling fans, you will know them. If you're a diehard wrestling fan, but on the national stage as a as a uh, fair weather fan, these are names that you would necessarily know. Mm. And uh, and Triple H put them on that map and on that road to be great. Um, to be honest with you, he actually he did such a good job, such a great job that he was gonna put a, a clog. In your, in your engine. Because what he did, Andrade, repackaging and, and, and developing Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Damn, Sami yeah, Zayn. You had a system. Wait, but not only that, bro. You had a good fucking system. I didn't even think about that shit. It worked. Kenta. He got them ready for fucking... And you didn't pull them from... Oh, my God. Vince is stupid, bro. I just realized that shit. Like, not even thinking that far back about NXT. Like, it made sense. He actually had a good fucking system for you. He got them dudes ready. Mm-hmm. That was the job you wanted. That And all the people you have your show focused around... Big e. Came from Triple H. He's... 
<laughs> the dude just showed Roman yeah. Reigns is built around fucking what Triple H was able to yeah. get. Oh my god. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Listen, I mean, he. <laughs> the granted, Roman was somebody, but see, it just shows you how great he was. He took any talent, made them better. He made the development that of the talent that you just already had or you were bringing in for yourself better. Because if you think about uh, Patrick, uh, what's his last name? Uh, uh, Velveteen Dream, though. Yeah. And, and he fucked his own career up. Yeah, that was on him. Yeah. Uh, well, allegedly. Yeah. We don't know yet still. But you think about Velveteen Dream. And what he did to develop him. And with that dude being a student of the game as well. Like, some I don't know. Triple H might have told him, like, dude, you should watch this. You should you should pay attention to what this person did, Rick Rude. Because I think a lot of the things that he did was Rick Rude-esque. Mm-hmm. It was like a mixture between Rick Rude and Goldust. Yeah. Is what he was doing. And he threw a little prince in there. And it was fucking great. Yep. So I feel sorry for Triple H. Because you did this. You developed a Raquel Gonzalez only for for fucking Vince to be like, I'm going to take this shit over and I'm going to fuck this up and we're going to build it around Mandy Rose. And I don't, I don't, I don't. Dislike Mandy Rose, but she's no Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, no, she's not a Dakota Kai. She's not an Eos Shirai. No. Um, and you pushed her so fast that you didn't even allow her to develop. I think that's the issue. But anyway, I'm going to move on from that. What else we got? Um, a show for AAA. Uh, November 10th was canceled due to threats from a cartel. It was said that the night before, they had put up um, a banner in the crowd that said, don't have this show, otherwise, you know, people are going to be killed. And I guess it was a serious threat, so they canceled that show. I'm not sure when they're going to reschedule that one. Um, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy that they got it. But, you know, you know how it goes, man. It's crazy down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, but... They got to get that shit under control. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Here's the reason why, though. You got to get it under control because that's going to end your working relationship with AEW. I, I mean, AEW just won't send people to those shows. I mean, like, the show. So here's the thing. This show was going to be in a smaller, like, area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's not unheard of that this would happen. It could have been, I don't know the circumstances of what happened, but it could have been, like, one of those shakedown situations. Mm-hmm. could have been somebody did some fucked up shit. Usually when it's in the major cities like Mexico City where you would mm-hmm. see um, Kenny Omega and them, the security is way different because it's, yeah. I mean, it's the capital, so you got mm-hmm. the government involved. It's a lot different. But yeah. this isn't weird for it to happen on a, you know, outskirts. I don't want to say outskirts, but it's in, from my, what I know, it's somewhere where it's not, you know, mm-hmm. so why are you doing Like, it wasn't yeah, a yeah. loss for them to cut that show. Let's put it like that. Yeah. It was like, no, that's okay. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and leave. How about that? Because um, yeah, I, I was just about to say, you know, I, obviously they can't risk. Like, exactly. Like people. FTR, they can't risk. Exactly. Lucha, bro, Lucha uh, I was about to call them Lucha Underground, Lucha, Lucha Brothers. Uh, they can't risk them 
getting involved or even, you know, putting them at risk of even getting hurt or whatever. Yeah. Or dying. Plus, they know the moves. Um, Kazuki Okada challenged uh, Buddy Murphy Murphy after um, his win uh, this past week at uh, what was it? Power Struggle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it was called Power In Struggle. In San Jose. Is that going to be on yeah, AEW? No, no, no. Kazushi Okada versus Buddy Matthews? No, not on yeah. AEW. It'll be in San Jose for New Japan. They're running a show in San Jose. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see who was running the show. That's why I asked. Oh, okay, yeah. Buddy yeah. Murphy, uh, Buddy Matthews, my bad, is signed to um, New Japan. So he's going to be showing up on New Japan USA or New Japan Strong, I'm sorry. I see Kenta is the new Going United on. States champion. Yeah, I was just about to say. And then Kenta uh, is the new United States uh, champion, the IWGP United States champion, and he um, challenged CM Punk already. So he's he's still ch- throwing out those shots at CM Punk um, over and over and over again. Uh, hopefully we're going to get this match. I think we'll get it soon. Once the pandemic kind of clears up, I don't see why we wouldn't. So it'll be yeah, interesting. We'll get this match. Oh, not last but not least. Also, John Moxley is uh, undergoing inpatient treatment for uh, alcohol addiction. Uh, so, you know, God bless Kudos. him. Kudos to him Kudos for to him. being like, okay, I got to go get help. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so that changed around a lot of the plans for Rampage. Mm-hmm. So we ended up getting uh, Orange Cassidy versus Miro, which I thought was dope. And then from it, we're going to end up getting Miro versus uh, Brian Danielson, which I mm-hmm. think is going to be a great match just because there's no limits and they could just be yeah. crazy. Um, I'm happy that with is my news. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Unlike with the Ben Simmons situation. Mm. Rubs me the wrong way. I don't know anything about that. Oh, yeah. You know he tried to use mental health as a reason why he couldn't be playing basketball. And I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason why I don't like that shit. Because I take that shit seriously. Mm-hmm. And for you to play around like this, just so the team can stop finding you, that's some bullshit. Because there's people out there going through some real shit. Mm -hmm. And that's just my opinion on it. I could be wrong. Motherfucker could really. But I just, I doubt it. (laughs) I just fucking doubt it. (laughs) I just, look, it was just like, I I feel about this is how I feel about how I felt about, yo, WWE is never going to change Cody Rhodes back into Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. It was going to be Stardust. And he was going to be stuck in that gimmick. How I felt about Keith Lee. He's not going to be in WWE. He's going to be gone. Granted, I was sort of wrong. I thought that he was just going to end up becoming unhappy and leaving. He ended up just getting released. But partially probably due to the fact that he was unhappy. Mm-hmm. Mia Yim, unhappy. Listen, they had some something in Mia Yim. And it didn't go over with the fans because of the way you brought them up. Just understand what you did. Is why these motherfuckers aren't getting over. Retribution was trash. But I don't want to go on a rant right now. Not right now. I'm going to move on. And that's all you got? Yeah, that's it. All right, what's your Raw, sir? Uh, my Raw was um, the segment between CM Punk and Eddie Kingston 
I thought it was well done. Yes, it was. Um, it really built. It, I won't even say built the match. It just sold the match. Because a lot of times, you don't need a lot. And this was that case where you didn't need a lot, and you could draw from real life, um, and kind of have that work shoot realism to it. Um, and it felt. Somebody said it felt like one of those '80s um, mid south promos and if you're a fan of like the you know back in the 80s and 90s when wrestling in, on the indie scenes where or territories where it was more rugged it did feel like that or one of those ecw promos where you were like oh you know where sabu and taz were going back well i shouldn't say sabu and taz but you know what i mean when it felt shootish but yeah yeah you know it, it was just the whole presentation for me was dope because it wasn't overproduced you didn't have to do a lot and it got everybody fired up. The crowd was crazy. Everybody was crazy. So kudos for going old school. Yeah. Um, they they definitely doing a great job, man. Uh, shout out to AEW, yo. <laughs> you know what? You can call us marks, AEW marks, or whatever. But I think the reason why we're marks is because we're getting exactly what we want. From this company. I think that's just what that is. They're giving us what we want. Um, I mean, they're giving us dream matches just on regular shit. Like, yo, you're going to get this on Dynamite. It's only an hour show. I mean, not Dynamite, but Rampage. It's only an hour show. Dude, they gave us Give you a reason Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston on fucking TV. Not a pay per view. You got to see this on TV. On the and TV. see, and what's so significant about this, because we can sit there and say, yeah, that WWE has given us matches on TV. But no, they've given us matches, actual matches on TV with finishers. Yes. Because they gave, not to go on around, because I'm going to let you go to your raw, but they gave us. You know, Becky versus uh, Bianca, but with the screwy, goofy... You know what I mean? Like, with bullshit. And that's not what we want. Like, satisfaction. So, <laughs> all we need. What was your Ross, sir? Yeah. Um, I was going to go with what, you know, what you had already put out there, obviously. And that was the Big E in, in uh, Kevin Owens' match. That match was... That match was fucking good. Yeah. And it just shows you how great Kevin Owens still is. Mm-hmm. And he's actually kind of being forgotten. Maybe that's what this whole thing was at the end of that match. Mm. Was a slow but a different turn for Kevin Owens. Mm. He tried doing the right thing. Now it's like... It's not working. Oh, damn. You actually turned on me. You punished me. For this. Mm-hmm. And. Now. That's going to be a different type of turn. It's just like how I liked Shati. That was a turn. In which. We didn't have to see. Uh, not Bianca Belair. But uh, Sasha Banks. Sit there and do some. The same turn that she's been mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Now it was different. It was Shati doing the turn. Shati being tired of being that good person and losing out on opportunities and I'm done with this shit. 
<laughs> I don't need a fucking tank to come down to run somebody over. This is who I am from now. It was just a simple, elegant explanation. We didn't have to do too much. Yeah. And it made her relevant already. If Sasha wins, guess who's going to be number one contender? More than likely. Shotzi. And it, it's not going to come from nowhere. We're going to understand it. We're going to get it. We're going to be like, okay, I'm down for this. Mm-hmm. I can see a Shotzi and Sasha match. Just like later on down the road. Because I don't foresee Big E losing to Seth Rollins. Yeah, too soon. So, when we get a Kevin Owens versus Big E match, we're going to know that it didn't just come from anywhere. This was something that got built. Mm -hmm. It was planted, and now it's grown to something. So, um, I get you on that point, though, that... The ending ending. Not necessarily the roll up, but the him hitting the big ending was unnecessary. Yeah. It was just like overproduced. Like we, yeah. we need to do all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh what was your bad, sir? Um, my bad actually goes to um I hate to do it, but I'm gonna have to give it to the Viking Raiders. And um uh, what, what, what's the Moss Riddick Moss what's his name supposed to be Mad Cat Moss and I actually happy, like their names it doesn't bother me and Happy Corbin yeah yeah I think it doesn't this is bother just me. so I hate the whole running scared thing I don't I it get makes, it with their yeah, it makes no Smackdown sense. it makes no sense yeah it's just so fucking you know boring. the only way it would make sense is if they make a story out of it right like Every time I, every time you about to get ready to beat me, guess what? I'm out. You, I'm out. But they don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the running scared yeah. heel all over again. And I feel like this was the worst way. If anybody needed like a heel turn or something to, mm-hmm. like that, or not even a heel turn, just to do something vicious and violent, it would be the Viking Raiders. Like, mm-hmm. not to end like this. Not to. I feel like this doesn't do any kind of reset. They're back to doing the same shit, and. They're going to be back to chasing Conrad or whatever the hell his name is for the 24-7 title on Raw in, like, the next, you know, by the time next year. It just, for me, Conrad? it's disappoint. Con- what's What the fuck is Reggie? his name? Reggie. That's his name. Fuck. I don't know, dude. It's a 24-7 title. Like, I give a fuck about this dude. He hasn't done one wrestling move. Don't get me started on this. He doesn't dropkick. He's a fucking parkour guy. That's what he does. He does parkour. He doesn't dropkick. Bullshit. Anyway... Yeah, so I just didn't like what they did with the Viking Raiders. I thought there could have been a better presentation. But I'm all for Viking Raiders getting TV time because I'm always going to be a fan. So. Mm-hmm. You're bad, sir. WWE? Damn. Um, you went for the whole shebang. Well, I mean, cause I got it. I just, I have to for what they did yesterday. <laughs> like, they just sucked the air right out of fucking Survivor Series. Mm, that was going to be my ugly, so I'll yeah. tag you a little bit. Yeah, they just sucked the air right out of it. Just like, no, fuck you. We're not going to do any qualifying matches. We're not going to do this. Not going to do that. This is the, These are the teams. And for what? Just to get me to watch on Twitter? I don't understand it. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I don't know why. And I'm already for one of the, for what's supposed to be one of your bigger pay-per-views of the year. You've already lost me. In what? We're two weeks away. Literally two weeks. Yeah, because today is seven. We're fourteen days away from this pay-per-view, and I am not invested. And that's your fault. Because one, you waited too long to get wrestlers over to whatever brand that you're going to have them go to. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't started building towards it being a Raw versus SmackDown type pay-per-view. You really ain't this shit. And all of a sudden, it's like you said, oh shit, we're running out of time. Let's just throw something together. Because we really ain't do shit. Like... I haven't got a true build for Roman Biggie. A true build for Usos and who the fuck is the Raw Tag Team Champion? <laughs> just let you know how much I haven't oh, really been keeping the up real, with you. The real the RK Bro. Uh, yeah, RK Bro. Yeah, you're right. Damn, I don't know how I forgot that shit. You know, RK Bro. This is how bad Raw has been, though. And Roman kind of pointed that out on SmackDown. Like, I was going one day, and you put on a show worse than Raw. <laughs> Dude, I was cracking up. <laughs> I said, damn. Because Raw has been trash. It's been trash. Matter of fact, I don't think we've seen a Bobby Lashley sighting since he lost to... He took some time off. Shit, I would too. Yeah, yeah. But still... Like, there's, I just, I feel like there's no type of build-ups. No, uh, no Shinsuke versus, but dude, that would be such a good fucking match, though. Shinsuke versus Damian Priest. I'm just like, where is that build? Everything from a week ago should have all been building towards Survivor Series. Fuck all these other storylines. It can be on hold, and then you come back to it. Or, if the storyline is still there, it means something's going to happen at Survivor Series to further those storylines. And that's why you kind of planted certain seeds. But everything from right after the draft should have been leading to Survivor Series. Becky Lynch, Charlotte. I don't even know you won't do that match anymore. There's some heat there. Mm-hmm. Shit. I don't know if they kids have made it up since. But man. I just don't know. And you've done a poor job at, at fucking building it. Such a poor job. And then you had the audacity to give us the Survivor Series teams. And you put Aaliyah in there? Mm-hmm. She was... She wasn't pushed on fucking NXT. Why are you pushing her now? Man, listen. I don't know, man. Vince McMahon must think he just got the magic touch, yo. Mm-hmm. And that he can just turn anything to gold. And I think his recent history has showed you, no, you can't. Even with the great talent, you, you can't. 
just turn anything that you want to go. I ain't gonna say that he hadn't hit on certain things, but he's definitely missed a lot. That motherfucker's batting like a one something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, dude, I'm just saying, man. Yeah, he's like a, a National League pitcher trying to hit. Sometimes they just don't got the greatest batting, batting average. Mm-hmm. And right now, as of recently, his batting average is not too great. Because even then, his show, as much as you, he's giving a big F you to Triple H, the talent that's actually running the WWE is what Triple H built. So, all right. So, why was it your ugly, sir? Uh, just I mean, most of the points you touched on, but mostly just because it's just for me. I don't understand how one of your big four pay per views you didn't even like try to put something together to get people excited about it. I get that it's about the casual fan now, and that's your you know your goal and blah blah blah, but. Like I feel like said, that's more of an excuse. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It feels like... To not do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Whenever something happens, that's the, the like excuse or the saying, oh, well, you know, for the casual fan, that's how they want to present it. But I can't see how building entrance into um, being on the SmackDown team and making it matter is hard. Or, you know, to me, that makes booking easier because now you got a match for a reason. Like you said, you want there to be... This is all goofy as hell. This is really... It was lazy. Point. It was like... It's beyond lazy. It's just like... Dude, I couldn't even make fun of it and laugh at it. I was like dead ass serious. Like the NBA like doesn't even do that. They issue. kind of add some suspense to the All-Star team. Mm-hmm. You know, like... It's not even... It's like this is your All-Star game kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way. So, like, do something. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I really got about that. It, it it really was just the laziest booking I've ever seen. WWE got some teams here. You go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. And who's gonna be the captain? Shit like that. We qualify for this. Everything just building towards this and making me interested. And they just didn't do that shit. Um. With that said, my ugly are these WWE releases. As happy as I am for a Keith Lee to be the fuck up out of there. Because it's not to say that Keith Lee is... I would like to see him in AEW. doesn't mean that he's going to be in AEW. I'm happy that Nia Jax. And, and, And her statement? I don't know how true her statement is. But that would make, and and listen, companies can do this. If you're really not a favorite in the company, they're going to treat you like shit all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's the energy that like wasn't given. So that's why it comes at a, as a shock. Shock, yeah. But she didn't realize, like, it could be her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucked up. If her version of the story is true. 
There's two versions. There's two sides to the story, yo. But if they did what she said she they did, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. And you can't even be mad at her. For being mad. For speaking out on it. Yeah. Because I think everybody, that was the biggest shocker. Was, oh, shit, Nia Jax has been released? Yeah. Just because the women's division is already, like, slim as it is, like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the strategy behind it. But. Me neither. I don't get it at all. And to the point where even Charlotte is commenting on her post. Yo, and maybe that's Charlotte's way of like, yeah, yeah. She's probably mad because you <laughs> she didn't get released too. <laughs> She's like, Take me with you. <laughs> yeah. Let me go. I don't want to be here. And I think it's coming down to that point with Charlotte. Yeah. Like, when her contract is up, she's gone. There is no. And I think with her, she she's gonna. I don't like. I don't know. We'll, we'll, it, that, that's a com like a conversation for another day. Cause she really, if she wanted to, could just do whatever she wants. Kind of like Cody did. Remember Cody was on fucking Impact, and remember he was on ROH, yeah. mm-hmm. and he wrestled in New Japan. He was able to do whatever he wanted when he wanted. He did TV. I, I feel like see her doing the, something like that. I feel like she'd be in the same position. She could show up, you know, and, and plus Tony Khan, like he said, everybody that's signed to, that's the one thing people don't realize. Everybody that's signed to AEW, it doesn't necessarily mean they have a um, a contract for, you know, ever and ever and ever. Some people have um, per appearance contracts. Somebody have one-year contracts. He's mixed it up. So what I'm yeah. saying is... And she's yeah. going to have a contract contract. No, I feel... Or, and I think, or, what, and I think or, what it is, because of their working relationship with somewhere like Impact, you can oh, see can her... Stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can see her holding not. both titles at once and shit like that. But I was like, just saying with her, let's say she does movies or TV and stuff or something like that. She, if Tony has a plan, like, hey, I got a year-long fucking program I want you to do. Mm-hmm. You, can, you know, and then after that, go do TV and we'll talk again. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing against him doing that. Yeah. And he could do that. He'll do that with wrestlers, whereas Vince only really does that with, like, a Brock or a John Cena or somebody who were like, oh, you're past your prime. Whereas a Charlotte, she has the, she would, even there, have the freedom to do, mm-hmm. like, what her dad had a problem with, the fact that he could, there's a lot of shit he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And being at AEW, you, can sh- you know, like, hey, we got a deal where when you come, I pay you. You're not here. You don't get paid. Sound like a deal? Cool. Mm-hmm. And it works, and he can do the fuck he wants to. But anyway. Yeah. All right, so the reason why this is my ugly is kind of what I've already highlighted. And that is that Triple H has done such a great job at developing a lot of these wrestlers that were released. And we're changing them. What happened to Keith Lee when he came up? Remember the big pop that he got at Royal Rumble? Mm-hmm. And then you call him up, and all of a sudden he's in a fucking leotard. Why? Is he in a one-piece suit? When all he did was wrestle in shorts and boots. And he was over. He just came down in a sleeveless hoodie. And that was it. He was limitless. 
that's what made fans actually connect with him. Mm-hmm. Is that here go this big guy who doesn't really fit the mold, but he fits the mold. Mm-hmm. And he speaks well. He's actually eloquent mm-hmm. in, in his speech. You had this person ready made. And it'd be different if you sat there and you allowed these wrestlers to come up, do what they were doing down in NXT, and then see if it's working on the main roster. And if it ain't working, now we need to tweak some things. We need to change some things. Carrying Cross, you bring them up. And you just said, well, fuck his ballet. We don't need her. What? This is what made his entrance so great. I'm just like, what are we doing? She's a part of who Karrion Cross is. And all of a sudden you said, hey. His entrance is part of who he is. Yes. That's the whole fucking show. And what the fuck are you doing? Just like, listen, and don't tell me that, oh, we didn't have enough time for that. Just like Bray Wyatt, his entrance, when he came out as the fiend, that was a part of him. Mm -hmm. The Undertaker, when he came out, that's who he is. Goldberg. His entrance. That's who that's what made fans gravitate to them. And one of the things that you took away is what drew fans to these personalities. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why it didn't work. Because as soon as you called them up and you took that shit away from them, guess what? All you did was piss off the fans that were actually into them. And you turned us off. Mm. So then you literally pretty much had to start from scratch. All because of your own doing. So then now you found yourself having to release all this great talent that are going to go elsewhere and then it's going to make you pay for what you did. I hope they do. Because I've said it already and I'll say it again. It's going to be a death by a thousand cuts and not to say that WWE is going to die. What I'm saying is is that AEW is just going to get better. Mm-hmm. Because most of this talent that is going to be out there are going to try to sign with AEW because some people just want to be home. As great as talents that it is in Japan, 
some of these wrestlers just don't want to live in Japan. It's just like Walter. As great of a talent as he is, and WWE could really use him on the main roster, he doesn't want to live in the States. You have wrestlers that's like that. Mm-hmm. And especially like with a lot of these wrestlers who date each other, it makes it a lot easier. Britt Baker is at AEW. Well, you know, that's a... I know New Japan is calling, but... That's a... I can see myself just signing AEW. Oh, and by the way, when I want to, though, every once in a blue moon, I could probably wrestle out there in New Japan. I could wrestle... I can be on Impact. Having that freedom. And I think that's what AEW brings. That's why it's such a huge attraction... For wrestlers. Is because. Oh. Just like you were stating earlier. They can sign these contracts. When we were talking about Charlotte. They can sign these contracts. Or it could just be. I want your TV for a year. And, and then I can go off and do what I want to do. Or. I'm paid by. Per. Appearance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so flexible. That. I think these wrestlers are attracted to that because I'm still, they're literally being treated like independent contractors. The way it's supposed to be. So, once again, when you go down that lineup of NXT champions, even so far as what was it? Three years ago. Three. That was one of the best Survivor Series that we've watched in recent history. Was the one three years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? It wasn't because NXT dominated. It was just that you made sure that everybody was looked at as on the same level. Whether it was NXT, whether it was SmackDown, or whether it was Raw, everybody was looked at as on the same level. And then you allowed everybody to just put on a good show. show. Survivor Series is one of those shows that we should be looking at. Like, oh man, I can't wait till Survivor Series. To get some of these dream matches that we wouldn't otherwise be able to get to see. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! The NXT champion, women's champion, going against the Raw women's champion, the SmackDown women's champion, a triple threat match, and even though there's nothing on the line, but they just get to go at it. But who's the best? Oh man, I can't wait to watch that shit. That's what we're missing with this SummerSlam. I mean Survivor Series. That's what we're missing. And Vince fucked this all up. <laughs> it's just what that is, man. I, there's no if and what buts about it. He fucked it up. Royally. And it's a slap in the face to Triple H. And all the work that he did. And what shocks me is that Triple H 
hasn't given him the proverbial finger and said, I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. That's his dad. I mean, he can't. Yeah, I mean, he, he could, could, but he just, he you know, Cause, it's different. Because Shane did it. I feel you, but everybody's not the same. <laughs> yeah, Some yeah, people yeah. don't, you know. It, like, I don't cuss around my dad. I just can't. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So some people are just weird. But that's that's not his dad. So. But whatever. he looks at. But he's explaining how he looks at. Me. <laughs> yeah, I get what you want. Yeah. I'm just saying they ain't what I want. I'm just saying, it. At some point, you gotta look at it, Triple H, as like, nah, this man disrespect the shit out of me. At some point, you gotta understand this is what's going on. He's actually slapping you in the face. He's being disrespectful. The shit that you built. You, he's almost making it seem like you failed. And you didn't. Yeah. You were successful. He failed you. Because when he got the talent, he did nothing with it. At all. Look what he did to Oscar as soon as she came up. She was never supposed to lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania. Instead, you said, fuck it. I'm going to let her continue to win and I'm going to feed her to Charlotte mm. to have her lose. No, she was supposed to win the championship and then lose. That's how that was supposed to go down. Finn Balor was never supposed to lose as the Demon King until it really meant something. Mm. And all he did was just say, fuck that. I'm going to feed him to Roman. What was that supposed to do for Roman? Absolutely fucking nothing. It does nothing for Roman. All it does is hurt Finn Balor. He's not protecting his own fucking product. Mm -hmm. The shit that you built. And this, listen. I'll, I'll just say this. One last time. And I'm in my rant. It's a slap in the face to Triple H and Shawn Michaels and all those other people down at NXT that helped build and develop all this great talent. Because when they got there, they may have been names in their own rights, but I guarantee you, like what Adam Cole said, but he learned a lot under Triple H. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole was who he was. But it didn't... It didn't keep him from saying, oh, I can just be stagnant and this is who I am. He still said, oh, okay, I can take what he got and make myself even better. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. That he brought in talent that were great and they made them better. And Vince said, oh, fuck that shit. But anyway, let's get right into this Wait. full gear. Oh, you got something else to add? No, because I got positive. Yeah. No, well, I mean, yeah. I was informed that we're not going to sit there and go through full gear. We're going to do an actual podcast on it. Well, we're going to do a review on it next week. Yeah. When we'll we do, do this podcast, I almost got myself. be fresh. Yeah. And um, so, be looking out for that. We're going to do that. 
we might have a Raw Bad and Ugly in there. But I'm we, sure there'll be enough wrestling that happens. Uh, you know. Oh, you know, actually, I take that back. See, when I'm sitting here talking about we're going to do a podcast next week, no, we're not. Because I won't be here. Oh. I'll be out of town, sir. I'll be probably actually flying back that day. So. Where are you going? I'm going to Dallas. Just because? Just because, sir. I need a vacation. You Texas people. Have fun with that. Uh, don't bother me. Yeah, I forgot. You're everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother me. Uh, one thing one thing I have in common with uh, whether you conservative or liberal or in between is food. <laughs> no matter what it is, yo. shit, you can sit there and be like, man, that fucking old Sleepy Joe. I remember how that food is, though. <laughs> Let's see what that steak is. Oh, shit. I don't give a fuck if somebody else in there. Oh, I fucking love Trump. I don't care. How's that steak? <laughs> I don't beef ribs. That's all that matters to me. I can go down there. Yep. Don't care about what their political views are, how crazy they I may be, or seen. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I already Again, know the culture's going to be different. people. That's all good. Yeah. That's, and yeah. that's, I like that about you, sir. Yeah. Me, I'm the man of a few people, and then everybody else just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I am truly, I don't really care about your views or how you feel. To a certain degree is what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I don't dismiss it. Right. I'm saying, like, I don't care enough to where I let it affect me. And see, I don't want to know so that I don't fucking hate your ass. So I'd just rather not know you. So then yeah, yeah. we can just have this thing where, like... I'm respect. I'm respectful of of your, of your different views. Whether I agree with it or not. I think that's just what that is. I think all my respect for different views are used up on the people I like. Mm-hmm. So for people I don't know yet, I don't have any left. So it's like, if we don't agree, <laughs> I can't find said, myself trying to be cool. Shit. Yes! That, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what? Yeah. That's a good-ass point. I'm already sick of this shit. Mm-hmm. So I, look, JoJo already used up that part. I can't fuck with you, bro. He already has that area mm-hmm. of views with, well, I'll let yeah, it slide. Yeah, yeah. I can't let another yeah. one. Yeah. Sorry, sir. They've already taken up already this part of it. Like, it's the pie chart, right? Yeah. And then they've already taken up this much. This, <laughs> this is this why much. this is my best friend. I just want y'all <laughs> to understand why this is my brother. Because he gets it. He knows what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. without me having to elaborate. I yeah. got like I got enough friends that don't really fuck with wrestling. I don't have room for more friends that don't <laughs> fuck with wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So do you fuck with wrestling? You don't? There's nothing we're going to connect on, sir, because we're already at a very the, essential thing that's needed. <laughs> I, got a, I got a friend. He was like, oh, man, you still watch fake wrestling? And that's all he called it. He called it fake wrestling. I was like, dude, you know you can just call it wrestling. <laughs> right, I still know what you're talking about. Yeah, though. like, you, like, <laughs> like, you call it fake wrestling as motherfuckers are sitting there watching Greco-Roman wrestling right. shit. Like, 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 right, like, this is yeah, something like, that people are just watching on TV. Fucking Matt wrestling. Yeah. Like, we understand. Nobody watches collegiate wrestling like that. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what channel it comes on. Not to hate on it. I'm not saying that nobody does. Just saying you got to work to find them shits. Nobody does. Nobody. Right, Nobody well, watches that. I'm sure it comes on ESPN4 or something. Is it ESPN4? Oh, yeah. 
Is it ESPN three? You know that. Yeah, right? yeah, I do know. Oh, okay, yeah, that's ESPN four. Yeah. I want to say it's like one of those like it's the one that has like the, the hot dog eating contest and shit like that. Yeah, who watches that though? It's weird. Yeah, it is. Like you know how? Okay, it's just gluttony. I know we said we weren't going to do what's name. We were about to wrap up, but I have to just say this: it's so weird to me when people dunk the fucking hot dog in the water. Like with the butt, like it's so gross. That's yeah, so the fucking disgusting. Yeah. And I have to a say, soggy, the fucking disgusting. A, a soggy bun is the fucking nasty. It's so gross. Yeah. So I can't watch it for that reason. That's the reason I can't watch. Cause it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want the bun to get. I don't even like when the ketchup gets the bun a little soggy. Like it's weird to me. First of all, listen, there will never be a ketchup on my fucking hot dog anyway. Yeah, I understand. I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, don't yeah. Put ketchup. No, I put ketchup on my hot dog. I'm still from Chicago. Yeah, you no, you're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is like yo, it's like a motherfucker coming up and telling me it's an East Side Chicago. Fuck you. Oh, not. whoa, you gonna get some people mad. Whatever, fuck the motherfucker. No East Side Chicago. You don't put fucking ketchup on your hot dogs. Only it's just if weird. It's, I only feel like don't that do if it's that from shit. Maxwell. If it's from Maxwell, then I don't put ketchup on it. If it's anywhere else, nah, you don't put ketchup on it. Man, you always gotta keep that same energy for that nah, hot dog. Mustard. Mustard, mustard pickle, relish, onions. I don't put the onions on there. Yeah. yeah. It's good for you, though. Yeah, I'm not trying to be... You know what? The only thing, the only thing I would take off, but I actually... No, I take two things off my, off my hot dog, but I always got to have it made with it. And that's only because all I need is the flavor. I just don't need to eat it. And that's the pickle and the hot peppers. I like the hot peppers. Because I like spicy stuff. Pickles. Yeah, yeah. I like it too. I just like the flavor on there. I don't want to actually eat the hot peppers. I eat the hot peppers. Yeah, yeah. I devour them. Yeah. But a fucking ketchup. Dude, somebody give me a hot dog with ketchup on it. I'm going to throw it at the ass. I better worry, Alex, since she's going to try to make you a hot dog one day. I was like, yo, you got to take this shit back. Got fucking ketchup. This is the most disrespectful thing to a hot dog. Man, Fuck what Vince is doing to Triple H. Oh, Don't wow. ever put fucking ketchup on a hot dog. And that's all I got to say. And with that said, be sure to check out 1515 Nav and all the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and <laughs> to the podcast. Just type in 1515 Nav. Find the podcast such an equal opposite. Love and hip hop rundown, wrestling roundtable, studio flow, and slurred the truth. Um, also, if you go to 1515 Nav and you click on any of those podcasts, you see that that Amazon banner goes support the site. We greatly appreciate it. Um, with that said, it's me, Stir the Pro. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, and The Other.